we are back still black still melanated and celebrated and such how's it going key how's it going everything is you know everything indeed it's all that it can be how are you Uh, you know i'm seen and not viewed so it's all that i could ask for in these difficult times but i'm here i'm yet alive (laughs) happy to be black okay happy to be black Ooh, my god so what's new what's shaking uh you know just trying to stay feet leveled on the ground and uh, you know this corona still out here that the world's forgotten about for some reason. <laughs> and yeah man i mean just just trying to do the best that i can in the situation and the circumstances corona's like a mama when, when she when you say something smart to her while she walking up and she come back around and say what what you say <laughs> What was that you said? That's I, that's how I feel about Corona right now. Cause like with all of the protests that was happening, it was just and then when they open up outside for you know for different states, it kind of just felt like so what happened to Corona? And then all of a sudden she's like, oh don't worry, sweetie, I'm here again. It's like black people. It's like hold up real quick, we got something else to handle. Uh, we'll that's be, exactly what happened. we'll be right back to you. But then when we came back. It's like she had an attitude. You know, it's the world has, I don't know, girl. I'm just confused. At one point, like last week, I was like, wait a second. Are we back open? Like, Charlotte yeah. real quick was like, nope, pushing pause on yeah, things so too. Roy said, hey guys, listen, uh, so about, about what I told y'all before, fuck all that. Sit down. Okay? So, yeah, guys, uh, it's, uh, it's real. You know, well, you know, I'm trying my best to stay positive. Trying to minimize as most, as most, as much social media as I can however that's where I get my news unfortunately because the other news is what it is uh but you know trying to find a healthy balance and that there there were some life changes over the last couple of weeks you know as well so you know just just trying to stay positive man trying to keep it a moving yeah like I watch I get my news from social media too mostly is that a good or a bad thing I don't know Girl, so I be looking at YouTube too, right? And just looking at the different uh, news networks, and it is amazing to see like how Fox News, like you obviously know that there's a really different strong, energy, right? different energy. And I'm just wondering, I don't even know what the anchors' names are, but it's this white man and this white lady. They are always so angry, and I just wonder in the way that they talk about like black people and uh, Black Lives Matter and everything going on. I just wonder, do they really think that? Like, or is right. it, you know, this is just my job. I got to say this because we're being paid, whatever, whatever, to push the narrative that they're trying to push compared to, you know, what it really is. Right. Um, but it's crazy to really see, like, to just flip between the uh, different networks and see how, yeah, girl, Trump got them. Oh, he got them brainwashed. He has them. But yeah, that's where I get my news from too. But I mean, hey, what else I'm gonna do? Because your girl not buying cable. It's funny that you mentioned YouTube because I saw. I think we. I think we might have touched on it briefly a, a while ago. Remember Byron Allen? He owned um, the the Weather Channel. He was a black man. He was going up against Comcast and how they were trying to uh, use um, a certain uh, civil rights act uh, up against him and his um, and his. Uh, lawsuit come to find out he dropped the lawsuit and then settled with comcast so now we're kind of looking at him like so you basically went around to all of these um these black platforms and tried to rally us all behind you 
and say that, oh, we got to protect this, this particular um, act or whatever because you've been wrong as a black man, but now you done canceled the lawsuit and now you done settled out of court. So I, I thought that was interesting because I noticed that I hadn't heard anything about it from when he first kind of did his tour, so to speak, of going to all the black outlets to talk about it. Then all of a sudden, then he just puts out like a little press release about him, you know, him basically t- taking a settlement with him, an undisclosed amount of settlement. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, when I don't it comes even know who that is or that story. I'm super confused by that. I'm like, what? Is, what was he doing? Like, so basically, he has different TV, um, TV channels, um, and Comcast wouldn't um, put any of his channels or networks onto their services. Oh, okay, so he okay. was trying to sue them, saying that it was um, racially motivated. Gotcha. And because he used that as his reasoning, when the Supreme Court denied it for um, denied his lawsuit or denied the case or whatever, then um, Mitch McConnell uh, tried to basically uh, utilize. I forget, and I feel bad for not knowing this. He tried to use one of the acts, um, Civil Rights Act, that, that that basically protects black people in these types of situations from discrimination um, and things like that against us to possibly be able to reverse it. And, and whenever Byron uh, was doing all of these um, interviews with all these black media outlets, it kind of came off as if he was basically rallying all the black people up to be on his side. But then the minute you had an opportunity to settle out of court, you dropped your lawsuit and you settled. Meanwhile, you left that whole civil rights act lingering that it could hurt us it it could harm us in the future so I thought it was interesting that he did all of those news outlets and interviews but then now you just put out a press release oh he's a cornball yeah (laughs) but when you said rally it made me think about uh did you happen to see Trump's rally I saw the photos so I got two tickets to the rally I did too obviously just to take the seat I did as well good to know but um it was two black women on there at the rally that were like opening up for him or something right like, oh those two idiots yeah so i've seen this meme obviously because i love memes and it's trump like i guess he they was taking somebody took a picture where he was kind of hugging them or whatever he had both of them in his arms but the meme said y'all get that little 1200 i sent y'all <laughs> <laughs> listen like, that is too funny because the government gave that one check and, and thought said, we thought everybody was supposed to be okay. All right, y'all. That's it. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> like See y'all but in then, four months. But when I tell you the look on his face when he got off that off that private jet and walked to the White House, the I look of it. defeat. I ain't never seen somebody look so defeated. The tie was undone. Yeah, so it was a quiet right back. Tired. Okay. You should have. You, you don't try to play with us, dog. Like don't play with us. It's done. I'm so proud of black people, though, y'all. Like yes, we, there's we've an unified. awakening happening. Um, and I'm ha- I love to see it. I love to see it. I love to see it. It's a big awakening. I think a lot of people feel it. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's exciting. I love to what see it. What a time that. to be alive. Well, speaking of black people, you know that leads us right on over to Walleye Magic. <laughs> and speaking of Walleye Magic, my Walleye Magic this week it's going to be black people, the black community, the black culture. The way we have unified has been a beautiful thing. Not to say that we haven't before, but just the display of it. It's such a beautiful thing from Black Lives Matters to, you know, the different protests and rallies to the way we're shutting shit down. When I tell you shutting it down, you say what now? Starbucks said what? Public said what now? <laughs> like when I tell you the way we are like, not this black dollar you want. 
and not this black person. I love to see it, too. It makes me very happy. It really, really does. It it really does. It's like, you know, if you really think about everything overall, it's black people collectively across the globe. Yeah. Right? Like, not even just here, but um, across the globe. And I think that's, that's something to be said. I really, again, and I'll say it a million times, I think Black Panther the movie did a thing for <laughs> for us and black people and, and Afri- um, black people as a whole, but African Americans and Africans for sure. Um, to whatever that underlying beef was, uh, it opened their eyes to a lot. I know a lot, yeah. um, a few African friends that I have, they spoke about how, you know, um, they were not taught in Africa how, uh, slavery was for African Americans over here. Of course they knew, you know, that, uh, they had family and blood and relatives here, um, and that it was a slave trade, but they had no idea what actually happened to us over here. So they felt like, you know, African Americans abandoned the culture a lot of times, or you know, the shows that they're they're shown over there are. I'll use the shock for an example, right? Where they're just seeing black people killing each other, mm-hmm. um, and then to to the point to where you know, when they come from Africa over here, they're being told by white people, you know, don't deal with African Americans and, yeah. and different things like that. And so that's why I use the um, example of Black Panther. Because I do think it opened a lot of people's eyes, um, right? Like, it was definitely more than just the Marvel comic. Um, so, it, it's interesting to see. And I feel like, you know, some of that has died down. And then now, this happened. And we are just collectively exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> and something has to change. Something has to be done. And so, yeah, I'd love to see it, girl. Even when it comes to, like, you know, defunding the police. Like, there are a lot of things that are... It's unfortunate that it's taken... George Floyd's life for mm-hmm. some of this to stir up, um, but I also want um, our allies and 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 others to know that this does not um, constitute uh, reparations, right? Nor does it resolve the fact we're still being murdered by the police. Excuse me for stuttering today. People are still being murdered by the police. Uh, Breonna Taylor's killers are still out there. We'll get to that later. Um, so I want that to be understood. That does not cover up that. That does not, it's not an exchange for that. That's still very much so the demand. Um, but I, I do, I did want to take the opportunity to say how heartwarming and how like you, it's like one of those things where like you can feel like a, a, a massive hug from black people all over the world is basically what is what it's feeling like. So kudos and shout out to all my black brothers and sisters. Lord Jesus, I love you all. Like that's my wild eye magic. She does. She always does, guys. So yes, that's <laughs> my wild eye magic. What you got? My wild eye magic is going to be Beyonce, King B, King B, and Black Parade. Okay, B does it for us. That I mean that just kind of ties into Black people too. I don't really understand people who dislike Beyonce. I, I don't really get that because she's giving you no reason. But being only pure, thing I dislike is her acting. That's it. Yeah, she's not a good actor. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even disagree with that. She is not a good actor, but um, you know, the Black Parade song really did. She told us what a lot of us already knew, you mm-hmm. know, as far as her spirituality, um, and just being able to say it. Right. I think was was good for her. Um, I think it's it's needed for a time like this, uh, right. especially because there's such a mass awakening. Of consciousness um, in the black community. Um, I love the song, girl. I didn't heard this. Have you listened to the song? Of course. B is like she really still. It's kind of like she like I, I gave y'all a warm up when I did the um, 
the Black National Anthem at Coachella. I gave you, I gave y'all a warm up to let you know how I, how I was coming. <laughs> For real, like, and even before that, like the past few years, she's been saying several things, and or even during her performances, like mm-hmm. um, that you could tell. Okay, you know. B is talking about some type of spirituality here, or she's doing something, and of course, people of all nationalities always want to say it's the Illuminati, right? Right. But that has not been the case. So, shout out to B. Um, I love her Black Girl Magic, what she does for the community and yes. the culture, um, and just being who she is. So yeah, I even love how she sprinkles a little bit, a little bit on Chloe and Halle. I love. Mm. It warms my soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, I feel that thing, honey. Come on, Chloe and Hallie. Come on, Chloe and Hallie. Ungodly Owl, that's an album, ain't it? Come on, work it out for me, guys. Clearly, guys, I'm excited. Uh, I'm in a good mood. <laughs> I've had uh, my peppermint tea, so I'm, I'm, I'm vibing, all right? All right, guys, well, you know, we'll be back with a little bit of a bishwet because we got some of that, too. All right, guys, it is a little time that we like to call <laughs> Bishwet because, <laughs> you know, y'all, some of y'all try it. <laughs> Dear God, your president is one, but some of y'all try it, okay? <laughs> so, because I went first on a little magic. I'm going to let you go first, sis, on your Bishwet. Get it off your chest, sis. <laughs> so, y'all, I think this actually was released today, and it's all I've really seen. Um, <laughs> is this August Alcina and Jada Pickett-Smith um, storyline, and... You know, I just don't understand. Like, granted, we didn't need to know. We did not. It no one, not no one asked. It was not our business. Nobody asked. And I feel like when they first spoke about it, it was definitely last year. So it's like, why bring it up now? So if you don't know, like August Alcina, he did an interview with Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club. And one of the questions, I forgot even how it started, but um, he started, he, he let it be known that, you know, him and Jada was in a relationship of some sort. Um, and that Will gave him a blessing to date his wife, basically. Uh, it was very subliminal, though. Like, you could tell he probably signed a non-disclosure, and he couldn't really say that they were involved. But why say anything? And I just really feel like because he dropped this album, it was nothing but for album sales, and I understand that. Great PR. But, like, come on now. Let's not drag everybody else into it. Right. <laughs> you could have just stood on the strength of your little documentary, dog, and let it be that. But for, I, I ain't going to say I put Jada... You know, with Beyonce and Michelle Obama, but I put her up there. You know, I I, I rocks with Jada. Okay, I rocks with Jada. You uh, know, but she obviously turned these men out like Erica, and I just want to know what they doing. Says, is is there an ebook? What are you doing? Because I would purchase the ebook. Okay, I need it. I I would, I would make <laughs> that purchase. And it's like, and see that you know a, a slight spin to another conversation. It's like, but men love to say that women talk too much, mm-hmm. or women get emotionally involved. Some of y'all can't shut the hell up either. I, I think, you know, August is damaged anyway from, like, his childhood If you've seen his documentary, yeah, he got some shit. I haven't seen it. I just know that he had, like, a rough childhood and he has mommy issues. So, to me, you know, when he's already getting yeah. in a relationship with an older woman, he, she's probably somehow nurturing those issues that he mm-hmm. already had. And it's, of course, he's going to fall head over heels for her. And he said, you know, that was the, he actually gave himself, all, his complete self to her. And mm-hmm. so he could die being okay knowing that he gave himself completely to someone else. Um, and it's just like, dang. You know, I don't even understand why we needed to know. So I'm uh-huh. kind of just like, what? Bitch, what? And it would be Angela Yee. 
because that's she does nothing for me. She she gives me <laughs> nothing of quality. She does nothing for me. Like, Ugh. granted, I love the Breakfast Club, um, avid listener, but I can really do. I I like the Breakfast Club for Charlemagne. Charlemagne can have his own show, and I'd be fine. Yeah, I will be a okay with that. Uh, Angela doesn't really do anything for me at all. She only does the gossip stuff, which is why Kate Michelle cussed out that time. On <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. But yeah, girl, I'm just like, bitch, what? Like, why always? We why? need to know. Like, you know, you already trying to recover from, you know, trying to deal with your, you know, auto autoimmune disease that you got going on, sweetie. Why are you doing this? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. We should be prioritizing things, sweetie. And I just, I don't. And at the end of the day, shut up. Shut, shut your mouth. It's not our business. And you're about to get sued because I know in that NDA you signed, you weren't supposed to say nothing. Now the wheels, now the wheels. Now Smith's going to have to come out here with a lie. Right. And then Tisha Campbell out here doing encoded messages and stuff. Girl. What happened? So Tisha Campbell made some comment under that post on the shade room and everything that she, anytime that she said the word will, she put it in capital letters. Wow. Because her husband and Will Smith are best friends, mm-hmm. and he apparently did her wrong as well in their marriage, which is why they got divorced. But it's like Will and Jada never said anything about y'all's marriage when y'all business came out, sweetie. So what are you upset about? Okay? Yeah, that's people really gotta messy. learn to shut the up sometimes. That's that's extremely messy. You see what I'm saying? Like I don't like that kind of stuff. No, because why? Especially like, when they never spoke on your stuff, right? Sis. Okay, take, take that up with your ex. I'll let you mince, okay? I'm ready. <laughs> but yeah, girl, that's my, uh, I just don't understand. I've been seeing, and that's all I've been seeing today. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's been hurting my feelings. I'm like, come on, Will and Jada. You you, go, you don't do this to Will and Jada? And it's like, but at the same time, I don't even understand why people have this, uh, the Will and Jada relationship because clearly they, they we've been known and they're then, like but then, or they have an open But even still, on any episode of like, even just the Red Table Talk when, it, when Will has been on there, they tell you they have made their own rules for their marriage. Well, now, now, if I say I, I admire that, I would say that in, in a sense of they made their own rules. Right. But, like, we care entirely too much about other people's business. It no, is. It's, I don't understand. I think it. that's why we don't, we intentionally do not have a, a section of this show where we just do gossip because we don't, we don't, we don't care. Because I got my own shit that I have to deal with. <laughs> like, my managers, I, I don't, I don't have time to be worried. Girl, it's a trip. But, but yes, yeah, obvious. Bitch what? <laughs> All right. So for me, my bitch what is probably one that I share with a lot of people out there would be the fact that um Breonna Taylor's murders have not been um have not all been fired and they have not all been um charged and arrested. Um it's over a hundred days at this point and this is quite disgusting. Um, so a, I would like to give a hearty fuck you, um, to, to that particular police department, to that, um, district attorney who's out here celebrating his, um, engagement party while her murderers walk free. Um, so yeah, I mean, of course there, there are tons of petitions going around. So if you haven't already signed the petition, um, for Breonna Taylor, um, please do. Um, if you haven't donated, please do. Whether it's, you know, I think one of them is like $2 or something like that, guys. I'm not saying that you guys can give your whole wallet, but come on now. Keep, keep the cost pushing. Um, but yeah, so my bitch would definitely is going to be, um, the fact that they have not been, um, fired and arrested. Um, so again, a hearty fuck you. 
Yeah, and and you can actually uh, I would tweet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, um, there. Who's, who's ever over that state for the police department, the state, all of that. Um, you can call. There's a template for There's you to email for what you can yeah. actually say a script for what you can say when you call into them. It's just you know it is disgusting because for one you know people were saying like she was being overshadowed by the whole George Floyd thing and it you know it's not necessarily that but I do understand how where when it comes to something for Black women yeah um, momentum wise yeah yeah we don't get the same. And so I, I can definitely understand that, and it's, it's truly disgusting. It, it it is it is. So I would like again, Hardy, fuck you. Um, I'm gonna cut a lot this episode, guys. It is what it is. <laughs> this a gee, this is a big moment to cut it off. All right, just saying. Cause this is what this is what I does. All right, <laughs> I'm in my element, guys. All right. So on that note, we gonna be back, guys, with a little bit of pour me up because sometimes these bitch what make a bitch wanna pour up. Okay. All right, we back. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Kiara. I wanted to talk to you really quick about donations. That's right. The doors of the church are now open. This podcast is ran 100% by us, but we'd like to offer the opportunity to support us a little more. And we're asking for a monetary commitment of $2 per month. We're doing that through Patreon. Patreon is a site that allows you to help us. It's for the upkeep of the show. I called it the building fund, but you'll see it. But really, it is. It's for the editing, the studio, behind the scenes, and to also make sure that we come back each and every month. Patreon.com slash Melanated Celebrated. You'll see the automatic $2 there, but if you'd like to give more, whatever your heart desires, we're open to it. We're excited about the growth, and we look forward to you guys growing with us. And again, we'd like to thank you. So that's Melanated Celebrated. We're out. Hey, y'all, and we're back. Yeah. So, for Pour Me Up today, it uh, goes back to my Wala Magic when I'm talking about Black Parade. I keep forgetting the name of the song, so I'm like, uh, my Black, like Black Parade by B. And it just makes me think about uh, spirituality and, and different elements. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about that today and dig a little deep, maybe dissect the lyrics a little bit. Come on now. And, um, you know, see what it is that she's really talking about. Put a little I, operation, if you will. You know, I, y'all know I like, uh, what Ashley called me, what did you say? The black bill, not the science guy. No, <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say that, oh, actually. sorry. Like, um, I forgot, Cosmic or something, but anywho, y'all, it just made me think about astrology, um spirituality the universe god everything right because it's a lot that she said in that song and so i really like it but just talking about spirituality first and foremost how are you in your spiritual journey ashley you know i have my days i feel like i am not as strong in it as i was i feel like uh covid um, has been like a, not a distraction, but it, it, it kind of reignited my anxiety a wee bit there from the beginning stages of COVID when I didn't know a lot about it and the uncertainties and those who don't know me, I have control problems. Um, so that was something <laughs> that I couldn't control. So I feel like it kind of knocked me off of my, uh, my journey there. It, it, it'll make sense in a minute, guys. So, uh, spirituality for me, um, it's, it's about connection. 
Um, it's about connection with God. It's about connection with my ancestors. Specifically, my grandmother is the strong one for me. Um, so it's just about me being able to be focused, uh, to being a- to be able to connect, to have that discernment. Um, so yeah, that you know, it ain't a lot. It's been a little, been a little shaky, been a little rocky. So do you feel like COVID like reactivated, or you're saying it kind of just uh, took your focus away? It took my focus away, but then it also made me realize, oh girl, you're not focused. <laughs> mm. Get it together, sweetie. So it was kind, it kind of did both. Yeah, I think that's that's something for a lot of people now. Um, just because of the uncertainty, like you said, mm-hmm. but also we are not in control. There are things that are literally happening uh, that we have no control over. And, and I feel like you have to be connected to your faith mm-hmm. um, or whatever it is spiritually that you practice in order to stay grounded, um, yeah. in order to make it through certain situations um, yeah. in life. Um, and I think that's what B's done a lot. And she's shown us, but it's kind of, you know, if you're not really in it, to see what, exactly what she's been um, showing us for a few years. Her and other artists as well, like a lot of different celebrities, um, on their spiritual journeys. Um, and when we talk about spirituality, we're not really talking about religion. Not at all. Um, that is definitely a difference uh, between that. But, you know, girl, I like it. I'm here for it, and I love to see it. Uh, me, when it comes to spirituality, you know, it's definitely the same. Um, I think a big thing is definitely giving reverence and you need to practice something, mm-hmm. uh, have your faith in something because we are not in control. Right. Um, so definitely having your faith in something. And for me too, it is, you know, God and my ancestors and being able to connect whether or not, you know, uh, physically or, you know, metaphysical or whatever it is. Um, so I think it's an interesting time because I think I was saying this for a few months. I'm like, y'all, something spiritual is happening mm-hmm. right now. Like not really being able to describe it, but just the feeling of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just because, um, y'all I'm tapped in as fuck. Like, <laughs> and so a lot of times I'm like, Ash, I might sound crazy or whatever else, but, uh, no, it's just, it's just is what it is. It's discernment. It's, it's what, yeah, discernment, discernment for sure. But y'all, check out Black uh, Parade. I almost forgot the word again. But <laughs> check out Black Parade. And, you know, be, I believe, so Beyonce practices what we call uh, the Ifa religion. Um, so she's in the Ifa spirituality. And that's most common, or not most common, because there are a lot of different spiritual systems. Um, Probably the most known. It's the one of the most known when you're talking about uh, ancestors. Um, it's from the Yoruba um religion and it's called Ifan is where you actually do give reverence to your ancestors um and orishas and deities and different things like that and you just have to know kind of your history also and I, so I love the fact that she's actually bringing up and really telling what it is you know from the first sentence in the song she says I'm going back to south like I was about to say no y'all but saying, my voice uh, change your mind first of all this does you know, it ha- kind of has my voice a little raspy. So, yeah, it kind of cut me I'm nasal as a mofo, but it's cool. <laughs> well, she's like, because B is a whole rapper now. But she says, I'm <laughs> going back to the South. Uh, I'm going back, back, back where my roots aren't watered down. And so I love that because, for one, it makes you think. And, and I don't know if a lot of black people know, but, you know, even white people... Our history started long before slavery. Absolutely. Um, there were things that we were... Africa was doing shit, you know, like there, there were empires and dynasties and, mm-hmm. you know, we were, we 
built things. We taught white people to bathe. We taught them astrology. We taught them mathematics, all of these things. And, you know, we were uh, taken and, and forced and beaten into Christianity. Now, I know we were all raised as Christians um, and are Christians or whatever you practice, but Christianity was absolutely a slavery tool um, when, it, when it comes to what, it, what happened in the Americas. That just is what it is. <laughs> it's a slavery tool in the sense that they changed it to, to work for them. But we, for the most part, we already had our own type of Christianity or in a sense. Christian, in a sense. We didn't call it Christianity. In a sense, we uh, we are spiritual people, and, and they've right. always known that we're spiritual people. But when it comes to Christianity in America, it wasn't until 1905 that Christianity was even practiced widely here in America. Mm -hmm. um, the spiritual systems that we have were literally beaten out of us. And so when I think about that, it's like, you know, you're beating me half to death, and, you know, I'm in a new land with new language, new authority, all those things, and you're telling me, uh, you're giving me a Bible, first of all, that you've already taken almost the entire Old Testament out of. And then you're telling me to pray, you know, uh, to Jesus. And, um, and you know, we did that and, and, and Jesus is real. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, a lot of black people, uh, compared to white people, we practice Christianity in two different aspects. Absolutely. Um, you know, we, we were really looking for for safe, <laughs> to be saved or, you know, to uh, get out of slavery and oppression or whatever it is. So we're looking for that. And white people were actually studying um, the teachings. I don't know what they were doing, but I just know it's a lot different for us. And it evolved. And, you know, we kind of lost, um, lost sight of what we were actually doing prior to that because there was generations, you know, generations before and so Beyonce's bringing that back. Well, she's being more vocal about it because there are so many people, so many black people here that still practice their spirit, their African spiritualities. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, for the most part, that's that's um, Ifa. But before you actually or when you're in the Ifa religion, you first have to, again, give reverence to your ancestors. So that's what Beyonce's been doing for years. Right. Like you can obviously tell uh, daughter of Oshun when she's wearing the yellow uh, at her pregnancy and, and that's the deity that shows for love and fertility and you know different mm -hmm. things like that so it, it was super interesting for me because I can understand exactly what she was saying um in these songs you know I mean in the song and so when you're talking about the champa incense you know I'm like dang B is really out here like in her room meditating got incense and crystals and stuff and I love to see it so <laughs> That's that's just where I am with it, but I I thought that would be super interesting just to talk a little bit about uh, spirituality or mm -hmm. you know how we connect it and how we actually um, get through a little bit. So for the people who don't know, explain to them what a deity is. So a deity, uh, for the most part, is like you know the god in that religion or gods in that in that um, actual spiritual practice i suppose like i'm not in it y'all so i don't really i can't really give y'all like definition I mean, you can, you have a good generalization of yeah it. i have a good generalization and then like so with your ancestors you can't go straight to oshun or deities and, and different things when you're entering those you have to first go through your ancestors right and not saying that you're worshiping them and that you don't believe in god or jesus or anything right. but you're you are your ancestors and your ancestors are you i feel like energy does not die and i mean there are certain preachers like bishop, even bishop t jason's like nah my ancestors like he speaks of them yeah so i think we have to you know understand just because you speak of things that 
you, you know, your African heritage, you know, worshipped or things that they did prior to, you know, it, you know, it being whitewashed out of them. I think that it's important to know your heritage, to know what your ancestors thought, their belief systems, their mm-hmm. spirit, their spiritual. So I think that's, that's equally as important than just knowing where you're from. So I think as, as, as a culture, we have to kind of get over that hurdle of thinking, oh, well, they're talking to my ancestors, so they don't believe in God. Right. They, they know, they know about Yeah, it's like that. everything that was, that's black has been demonized. So right. when we speak about our, our uh, spiritual practices, it's been demonized. So, you know, when people talk about uh, hoodoo or voodoo, voodoo and roots and all these different things, they're thinking about evil practices within right. the black community or black people when that is just not the case. There are so many things as black people that especially us being from the South that we've seen that are so traditionally mm-hmm. um, and spiritually African that we don't even know, you know, it's just in us. And then too, like if, even if you look at the Bible, for instance, when Moses was out here performing certain miracles mm-hmm. to get Pharaoh to believe certain, you know, to believe who he was and who, and who, and who was talking through him, you know, there were certain things that he done that would be people would consider, oh, that's black magic. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, so you just got to understand everything isn't devil worship. Everything is it to to wipe out the thought of God. Like mm-hmm. that's not what it is, but it is about uh, a, an awakening. It's right. about self awareness. It's about knowledge of where it is that you come from. Because I can guarantee you, just how some of the things that your mom experienced some in some way affect you or molded you to be the way that you are. Mm-hmm. So you have to consider that the mother before her and before her and before her, the things that they, you know, experience and things that they right. practice has an influence on, on, on us. Right. And your ancestors want you to live your best life. Indeed. They love you. So in these spiritual practices, um, they move on your behalf. They intercede for you. They're, they have a, a closer or um, a direct access mm-hmm. uh, to get certain things done. And so when you still fellowship and communicate with your ancestors because energy does not die you know you're able uh to move in certain ways right and so just being more aware of those things um so you have to go through your ancestors first and then you know at some point they'll introduce you to whatever spiritual practice that you should be doing and in Beyonce's case it probably is Ifa you know and and that makes sense she's from the south Mm -hmm. they're Creole you know so it's just certain things and so once you're in the the actual practice then you're introduced to the Orishas. And that's where you have like uh, Oshun. Or when she mentioned, you know, my sister uh, Imiya, which is another um, Orisha. You got Obatala or Oladurame. Or, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it. Um, but it's a lot of different um, Orishas. And they're just the higher level um, of those ancestors. Mm-hmm. Um you know, in their spiritual practices. Again, I'm not exactly sure, so I don't want to, like, confuse y'all, but definitely look into it a little bit for yourself Um, because it is a real thing. These are things we practice. These are coming from the people, from the bloodline and the family trees that we were cut off from, you know. We have direct access to certain things. And so, you know, when you look at all the things that that Beyonce has done and other celebrities, not just her, Jay-Z, over all of these people study African spirituality. Um, you know, and so again, they have people moving on their behalf. So I like just certain things that she's saying in the song, you know, like y'all can send your missiles. I'm going to send my goons, my sisters with email to me. That's like, you know, the higher you go, there are going to be different levels and devils that are going to attack you. Um, but you can't really touch her because she has somebody 
she has people. She mm-hmm. comes from a people. We all come from a people and a powerful people at that that are able to get shit done for you. Um, and, you know, and uh, Solange is under a, a completely different Orisha. So it's like, not only are you dealing with my ancestors and, and my Orisha, but my sister also got my back too. So right. it's just really interesting to see. I know a lot of people uh, don't agree with it because they still want to say, you know, it's Illuminati and evil or whatever. But understand how brainwashed we have been as a culture here. Um, you know, so again, it's just super interesting to me. And that all ties into universal things right like crystals and whatever else mm-hmm. like be out here she's she's connected and covered i mean like i said it's just it's just important for you to really you know research result which is why i think you and i have had many conversations and i feel like when it comes to black people in america and reparations i feel like uh america needs to pay for us all to get a um to have a test done for us to all know mm-hmm. where we originated from specifically they should pay that should be part of their responsibility that the should least. be included in reparations because you ripped the people from their from their home threw them somewhere else and and beat them and mm-hmm. then you wonder why there's so much confusion because people are walking around and they don't know who they are right um, even when it comes to, you know, African spiritual, there are gifts that we have as black people from, from coming from these people, right? Um, whether or not you're, you're, you see different things or you hear or you feel all those different things are, um, you know, spiritual. Yeah. And so there are so many of us who have gifts that have not been cultivated that we have no idea. So many people I've seen someone say, you know, it's people right now walking around seeing dead people, but in a, in a uh, psych home because they think they're crazy. And it's like, nah, that's actually a gift that, that is a part of your bloodline, you know, and, but we don't know what it is. And so just being able to activate and get connected with who we really are. Yeah. Um, because as you, you know, as you were saying too, like, we were in Africa, they were not just slaves over there. So really researching the things that was going on prior to yeah. our ancestors being stolen and kidnapped or whatever you would like to call it and thrown into slavery. Um, yeah, man, it's just, it's super interesting to me. It really is. Like I said, and it's, it's just necessary. It's important. Uh, again, there's so much confusion. People walk around every day, don't know who they are, don't know what, what they're supposed to be doing. Like, I, 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 I'm pretty confident in saying that at some point in probably everyone's life, whether it's already passed or it's coming to pass, you've all had that moment where it's like, I'm supposed to be doing something, right. but I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, or I'm, I've been doing this for a while, it feels comfortable, but I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. We've all come to that crossroad at some point, or again, we'll come to that place at some point. And a lot of times, if you just have a, a lot more background history on who you are, who your family is, where they come from, a lot of times that'll make a whole lot more sense for you. Right. Like, my grandmama probably was in the delivery room for damn near half of my family. That lady was nobody's midwife. She was nobody's doula. But when it came time for childbirth, mm-hmm. something about her energy was necessary in those rooms. So I'm curious to know if, you know, that's something to do with my ancestors. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's bigger than you think. It's, it, again, it's not an evil thing learning about your ancestors, y'all. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go to hell. It's none of that. It's knowledge. It's literally connecting and finding out who we are, who, who we come from. 
um, I was talking to this PR lady, and I'm not sure if I've said this on a previous episode, but I was talking to this PR lady a few weeks ago, and she's from um, Sierra Leone. And she she mentioned how <laughs> you know her how her granddad was and how she knows at least three to four hundred years worth of history because her grandfather um, was king of the tribe or the village that they were from, you know. And so she said that it's documented proof there that a lot of Africans that were taken from um, Sierra Leone were warrior women, kings and queens, mm. and it's like. We wouldn't know that, you no know. Idea. So then I'm telling her, like, well, hey, you know, like, 40 to 60 percent of Africans in America came through South Carolina. A lot of us, uh, who, or people who are from South Carolina, when our families, where we were planted, most of us are still there. You know, we didn't migrate. A lot of us didn't migrate, and our families are literally still in those spaces. And so again, there are so many things that we do spiritually and traditionally that we have no idea that's really African and so you know just learning uh different things I even think that about myself I'm like dang Ashley called me Bill not y'all but <laughs> I don't know but it's just so many different things that I do and I'm like where do I get that from mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying where does that come from and and so you know being able to connect and being able to receive more um I think is necessary you obviously can tell that you you have to be connected. You have to know where you're from and the right. people. And, and a lot more things will make sense. Um, I think that's happening right now during whatever this awakening is. Um, for everybody, is it's really a lot of people are going back to African spirituality or, yeah. you know, something. And that doesn't mean you're not a Christian, as we were saying. Please. Martin, I think that's Jr. the one yeah. thing that we're trying to drill. Yeah. This is not an episode, guys, where we're trying to teach y'all some... some we ain't out here like y'all we, start doing voodoo or something. Now, like, girl, nah. they, they <laughs> on that other stuff, girl. They on that doing that voodoo <laughs> and stuff. No, sweetie. We're just saying get to know where you come from. Get to know where you come from. Learn history and, and history prior to slavery. Yep. Um, and understand that it really was not that long ago. And, and, you know, just the emphasis on us being from South Carolina... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a lot of things that we just don't know. Like, yeah. I, I think it's even documented that in uh, Charleston, they had that a lot of uh, Africans that came through Charleston were from Sierra Leone. Mm. So when that girl told me, you know, hey, this is what we have documented that, you know, it was a lot of warrior women and kings and queens that were stolen or taken. It's like, dang, we really have no idea the bloodlines that we were cut off from like you know you could very well be that granddaughter of of that king or you know your grandmother could have been a baby catcher or you know you don't we we don't know what our family or exactly what our bloodline was doing prior to and i think it's absolutely necessary the least america could do is get us an African ancestry test. But see, but then it kind of gets to, we don't trust y'all with our tests and shit. Like, y'all be playing with our stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. what, give us the funding and we'll, and we'll get it done. And we'll get it done. Because I don't, <laughs> I don't trust y'all like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like, but that's why I say the African ancestry too, though. Because there are several ones. Mm-hmm. You have, uh, I think, like 23andMe. You have um, Ancestry.com, African Ancestry. And there's another one. I don't know. But... I say African ancestry because it has the largest database of actual um, Africans. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they're able to connect you more so to a tribe mm-hmm. and not necessarily a region. No, it's a bit spendy, or, guys. It's like a smooth, it's like three hundred dollars. Smooth two fifty two seventy five. But they're also the only company that does not sell your DNA. That part, because I did <laughs> see. Um, I think I listened to one of a uh, podcast. Um, I, I like true crime, y'all. <laughs> Listen to one of them true crime podcasts, and they actually was able to find a murderer by running it through a, a certain database that they had actually submitted their DNA for ancestral testing. So yeah, I know some of y'all got some warrants. So yeah, if they ain't selling it, girl, that's the one to go with y'all. That's the one. <laughs> I believe um, twenty three. I mean, y'all, I've been watching. I've been watching YouTube videos and stuff when I used to be work at work on third shift. So uh, this how I be knowing. Kiara is mother. <laughs> But on 23 and me, I want to say they have like, you know, they give you more so of a region that you came from and they'll give you a lot of different regions, right? They also only go back maybe like 300 years. Mm. But um, when it comes to Africans, they only have a database of like 1500, right? So your DNA is being um, compared to those people. You might not even be, you know, none of those Africans could be related to you. And so it'll come back that you're not African or to see all these other places, then you have um, Ancestry.com, which they have like 3,000 mm-hmm. Africans in their database. And then they narrow down the uh, region a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But then African Ancestry, because it's from Africa, they have over 30,000 Africans in their database. And so you're more so able to reach a tribe of people. Mm-hmm. Um, the way they're actually able to do that is because your mitochondria doesn't change from mother to mother. Mm-hmm. So mine is the same as my mom, same as her mom, so forth. And so when they, you know, get a group of people who have this same strand of DNA from the mitochondria, they know, okay, you possibly came from this group of people. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, man, I want to do it. Uh, my birthday's actually came, coming up, side note, um, <laughs> in 19 days, July the 20th. So just in case somebody, you know, want to get me this test. I mean, if you want to support the podcast and being tested, guys, it's patreon.com Come on. slash <laughs> Donate, give what you would like, but uh, yeah, I want to know. I mean, until like, even even if you think back maybe the last five, five or ten years or so, millennials have been saying, man, I got to get to Africa. Mm-hmm. I got to, I got to feel that. So this isn't just, this isn't a, a, a new development. We've been feeling this mm-hmm. for a very long time we are i can speak for the, i'll say for the millennials i don't know about your other ones but the millennials we trying to get there guys you know i don't know if we need to do a group trip or what needs to be the case we can definitely do a group trip they have the uh year of the return in ghana let me tell you something it's, it's necessary it's important and everybody feels it for the mm-hmm. most part i will say that. yeah for the most part i think it's a lot of people i don't think what we're saying is New. gonna go over too many heads yeah. it we'll just say it's the ancestors at work then you know it's been a, it's 401 years all right so something's happening um i would love to go to ghana though for that year of the return it started this past december right mm-hmm. uh, they'll do like a name ceremony and a lot of people have actually been able to find you know um where they come from so mm-hmm. that's just off of their documents gotcha and so yeah that that's been i'm intrigued <laughs> I mean, you know, I know most of our friends listen listen to our podcast. I mean, if y'all trying to get this group trip together, though, for real, y'all, we can do it. Cause uh, we need to know, guys. And again, you know, should you want to start saving your pennies today, you you too can get the African ancestry done. You know, uh, or if you want to sponsor, if, if there's any sugar that's listening to this episode, if you want to sponsor somebody, 
and um get them they test fund that's fine as well sweetie okay <laughs> listen i'm just saying each one teach one y'all <laughs> i really wish y'all could see ashley when she be saying this stuff because <laughs> your girl is so serious i be for real like i mean yeah dead for real but it's you know it's interesting to me when we talk about um all of the different ways that we can connect all of the different, you know, just as black people anyway. I thought about mm-hmm. this earlier in the episode. You said something about, um, dang, what did you say? Something about black people, a big hug or something like that. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I said it's like a big hug the way we're unifying. Yeah, so that makes it made me think about uh, the little um, fraternal head nod that all of us do that we have not been taught when we see another black person. Like, where did that come from? Or that, like, little, or that little eye when some shit go left and everybody, we just get to stare at people. Yeah, like, it's like, my nigga senses start tingling, you know, and, um, but yeah. it's, I, I love that when I'm in a public space and you see a black person and you do that little quick nod with, to each other. That's not taught. Nobody told no. us to do that. And nobody you know, also told come? us to run when, when another person start running. You know, them, we instinctively, y'all, we are connected. Let <laughs> a rock while I get loose and we don't know who belong to we are connected <laughs> although I baby do, i'm running and go oh so i do understand though you know even with the head nod that's just like i see you you know what i'm saying you're not by yourself yeah. somebody else is here but again that was not taught i know it ain't just me that's like a universal thing when you see another black person you're like <laughs> all right but what's so, funny what's funny to me though is when it's an older black person i don't just like nod my head. I'm like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> it's, it's more of a, it's more of a slight bow. How you doing, sir? Yes, ma'am. More of a slight bow. Like, okay, so the whole tone change. You hit, yes, ma'am. Okay, hello, elders. You re- respect your elders. Hello, elder. Don't be cussing around your elders and don't be having your britches down by your ankles. Pull your britches up and respect. Pull your britches. Your up. elders, okay. But yeah, y'all, I know I'll be getting off topic and stuff, but back to the Beyonce song, I just really want y'all to go through, you know, uh, that watch some YouTube videos or something, some reactions or something like that. Like, <laughs> said or they, something. <laughs> you know, a lot of them don't really, they not really talking for real. They, it's crazy because it's so much information and I don't want to like overload anybody or like freak somebody out or whatever. It's just, I know what she's talking about in this song and B, B is, uh, she's covered. I told y'all. That's that's about all. She might have gave gave us little little breadcrumbs in her songs, but I'm telling you, once she did the Black National Anthem at Coachella, she was letting y'all know, okay, mm-hmm. it is time. Okay. And, and again, you know, if you're being blessed and they're moving moving different things um, out of your path for you, you have to make certain sacrifices. And then, you know, if your ancestors want to be known, to hey, let them know it was us. You know what I'm saying? You have to do that. Head um, you have to be obedient. And so, it, again, you know, I feel like she, she's just being obedient um, in order to receive the blessings that God has for her and her family. That, and I think she recognized the time that we're in. Oh, absolutely. 20 years ago, this conversation, let me tell you we would have four listens on this whole episode 20 yeah. years ago. You know what I'm saying? I think it's, it's just a time where black people are awakened. Mm-hmm. And we have questions that America can't give us. Make it make sense. America cannot give us the answer to the questions that we have, so it's up to us mm-hmm. until they put it in in, in the uh, package for reparations um, for us to find out. Because yeah. uh, I don't know who's writing up the policy guys for the reparations, but put that in there. Listen, B said, ancestors on the wall at the ghost chit chat. Alright, she letting y'all know she got an altar in her house. 
She has her ancestors at this altar. She's feeding them. She's doing all of these things. And it's just, again, this is not taboo. I don't understand why America's made it so taboo for black people because all races do it. And it all stems back to African spirituality. You go to get your nails done at a Korean nail store and you see their altars in the place. Mm-hmm. They have their altar. I've asked them. I, I know you have. Yeah, I have several times at different places. That's your altar? And they're like, yeah, it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, But it's so taboo for black people to do it. And so that's why it's like, dang, this is so messed up how they've really done us. Just have an open mind, y'all, is what we're trying to say here. Mm-hmm. Okay? Have an open mind. Learn who you are. Yeah. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to make you do no other stuff. That's Ain't it. Ain't nobody say get no dolls or no pins or nothing. We just trying to say get to know who no, you are. No, that's actually not even a part of it, y'all. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? We just trying to get to know who you are and your people. Okay? Right. And, and stay connected. Stay connected. Okay? Stay connected. You know, I'm back on my journey. You know, I, Kobe was tripping a little bit there for a second. Guys got a little concerned. You know, but for real, because listen, y'all, at the beginning of COVID, I know we've said this before, <laughs> Ashley called me one night and she was like, Key, <laughs> it was like that, Psst, Martha, listen, they about to take your money. I didn't feel like you were taking it serious <laughs> enough for me. And ever since that night, like, it was just been wild. It's been super wild. It was shaky for me, too. Like, I just had a whole bunch of random things even happening. But, you know, I understand what's going on with me. I got some things in the works that actually set a launch date for some things. And, you know, 2020 is, is going to be amazing this last And it's uh, halfway through. Can you believe that? My man? God, thank you so much. <laughs> it is July. This first half been rough, Lord, and I just want to thank you. You have to live in a state of gratitude. Mm, I'm so appreciative for getting get me to July 1st here. Mm-hmm. Oh, my it's God. It's a blessing to be alive. It's a blessing to reach July 1st. It is. My dirty thirties coming up. You know, I'm not gonna be have anything to do because we're gonna probably be we gonna quarantine it. Back we down. gonna quarantine style it, girl. Yeah, we, we definitely you are. Know? So, y'all, we could probably possibly do like a little Zoom party or something if y'all want to join me. We gonna figure it out. I'm gonna let y'all know. Who, who gonna work the Zoom? Who working the Zoom chat? Cause you know that ain't my that ain't my ministry. <laughs> that ain't. God didn't call me to do that. <laughs> y'all, we gonna figure it out. We gonna <laughs> do something. But yeah, y'all, I think we're all being um, led in a way. Follow it. I know I definitely am. Um, You know, I think a lot of us in this generation are definitely going to be the ones who are breaking generational curses when it comes to our family. We have to go through certain things and be built for certain things in order to handle um, even the blessings that are coming towards us for yourself and your family, um, your bloodline, all of those things. And so you have to definitely stay grounded and and practice your faith and um, stay woke. Stay woke, y'all. You know, if you got some crystals, charge them up in a full moon. I don't, whatever Listen, you want to do. And another thing, uh, while we in this here space, meditation, guys, let's, let's talk about it for a second. Um, meditation is whatever you would like for it to be, however, it is something for, for, for you to do in, in, a, in a serious space for you to be able to communicate what it is you're trying to focus on. Now, I noticed some of y'all all of a sudden promote meditation and tries to give definitions of it and for a coin all of a sudden you just do wellness stuff now for and then coin. then you sell weave on the side and then you do a little bit of this and a little bit of that with a sprinkle of this i would just like for you to pick your ministry mm. yeah because you ain't doing it all, sweetie. And if you're doing it all, you're not committed to all of them. So this yeah. this, this is a takeaway here. P- 
Find out what it is you're supposed to be doing, guys, and put your energy in that. Mm-hmm. And be serious about that. Because when you get out here trying to sell weave, uh, uh, workout clothes, uh, trying to promote meditation, uh, you know, cocoa butter, you know, figure out which one you're going to do, sweetie. You know, and that's Ashley being a friend because, you know, she's even told me before, it's like, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded just like, you. Well, what you doing? What you doing? Um, I'm saying you got this platform, but uh, you do you you all this stuff. I have know, questions. Have and I, listen, I want the best for us. I really, truly do. And I want y'all to stop thinking that you have, I understand the whole side hustle thing and the multiple streams of income. Just because you want to have multiple streams of income does not mean you just need to get out here and just sell everything because it's it's available and it's the income. It also needs to mean something to you. You need to be trying to put out something good into our community because otherwise you're just junking it up and we got enough junk. Right. So I want y'all, self-included, my friends included, to take your shit seriously and do what it is that you're supposed to be doing, not what you can do because it's going to get you an extra an extra stream of income. Right. Like, right. be serious about it. Like, I'm the way that I love black people, I love y'all enough to not put some bull crap out there because I know I'm not, I, because I know I'm just doing it for some money. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to be for us, be for us. And it's like, you know, when you have uh, a platform, I already have a business, it's very easy yeah. you know, to get excited about multiple things and try to push all of those. Which but is the, why it's so important to be grounded. Right. But the focus that you have on, on all of those things, if you could just put it to that one thing at the time. Focus on your focus. Focus on your focus. Uh, scale that up and, um, you know, and make a plan to when are you going to do the next things, you know, and not just all within a matter of a couple months or something like that. Yeah. So again, you know, Ashley said that to me too. And uh, I'm just going to say by the end of the year, focus has been focused. But you focus right, on your focus and the things that make sense for you to be doing make mm-hmm. sense. And another thing, and then I'm going to let y'all go because I'm going to get off my soapbox. <laughs> another thing, don't just get out here doing stuff because you can, uh, quote unquote, or, or things that you're well versed in and then don't take nobody else along with you. That's the problem in the community that we have got to fix. And I say, why not fix it with the millennials? If you know, if Kiara has her platform for natural hair loves popping, you know what she did? She made her natural hair loves popping. And she said, you know what? Let's do a podcast. And then she said, you know what? I'm going to do this right here and I'm going to make it work for the, for, for, the, for the better good. Okay, guys? So if you out here uh, making, you know, dark spot cream removal, some shit, I don't know. <laughs> And if that's your niche and you know somebody who can who can get out here and hell, I don't know, make some make some make some uh juice for you or something. Partner up with that person and maybe see how it is that y'all can work together to put money in each other's pocket and also put them on a platform. Don't just do it to serve all of your 17 businesses that you do that we don't really know which one you focusing on. Focus on your focuses is what I'm saying. You know, and back to the meditation that you said. I know y'all we all over the place. I apologize. Because I get aggravated. That does come with uh, meditation also. So when speaking about meditation too, it's just, I don't know. So I've been meditating since like 2012. And meditation is, is hard. And I'm, I would say just within the past year and a half or two that I'm actually like where I speak something is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? In a state of manifestation with meditation. But I'm also a lot of chakras and, and med- you know, all those things are different. The intention. It, it's, it's your intention. Intention is absolutely everything, y'all. Uh, when you have the intention to do something, it's already done. 
you know, if you're sitting at work and you're like, you know what, I'm going to start looking for a new job. Whether or not you're really serious about that, <laughs> you've already put that intention out. Wait, wait. And something's yeah. coming in, in order for him to be forced to another job or really have to get another job. And so, you know, being mindful um, of your, your thoughts and being intentional with the things that you say uh, definitely comes with meditation. And don't just think karma is... Karma is only when you do something bad to somebody and it come back to you. Karma is also what you put out there, you get in return. Yeah. So if you're putting out nothing but trash <laughs> in this here community, trash is what you shall receive. It may not come in the form that you think it's going to come in, sweetie, but be careful what you're doing and pay attention. And that's yeah. it. I'm done. So for, we'll end up this year. So for in this, this entire uh, space that we're in as, as a black people in the globe right now, I think meditation is definitely a big thing, right? To keep us uh, sound and grounded. To and focus stuff. on and your focus. Meditation is hard, y'all. So if you start, like I do guided meditation a lot. Um, but just because, you know, I'm a creative. so my Hell, pray. Shit. You know, and that could be your meditation. If prayer is your meditation and your moment. Then again, you know, who are we to let you know that part that, that that's not your meditation? But uh, when you do meditate, as far as me um, being able to actually learn how to really do it the correct way, you focus on your breathing, right? Uh, focus on the sound of your breath that when it comes out of your mouth, mm. um, when you're exhaling, uh, to help you and, and just let it be what it is. If you have thoughts that come into your mind while you're meditating, let those thoughts come, but then let those thoughts instruction. let those thoughts leave and, um, you know, continue to breathe and, and align yourself. So yeah, y'all. If meditation is you writing in your journal, if it's, if it's saying a prayer, if it's you, if it's you dancing to some instrumental music, if it's African drums, whatever it's going to be, let it be your thing and, and you need to be intentional about it and uh, be for real about it is all I'm saying. Because we can feel it when you found me. We can. We can. We're empaths anyway, so. <laughs> but yeah, y'all, I hope, you know, you research a little bit. So I, I hope it opened up a different type of conversation for y'all to have. Again, ain't nobody told y'all we don't believe in Jesus. Ain't nobody told y'all we atheists. Because we're not. Ain't nobody told y'all to get out here and just abandon what you've been taught. We are mm-hmm. saying to consider learning more about yourself. About where you come from and who you come from. That's it. Um, yeah, that's it. Because we're, we're connected, y'all. We're definitely connected. But on that note, y'all, we hope that you have a great week. We do. Share this episode. Rate us. And remember, we don't celebrate July 4th no more. You know, because July 4th making me and my homegirl upset. Period. <laughs> and in the words of Monique, I love us for real. Bye.